This is a Cinemagana Gardener Dachshund. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Skinny Gardener podcast. This is a little bonus podcast for you, peeps. Uh, recently, I went to the HTA Marketing Conference and did a little talk about podcasting. And I thought, I thought that I'd put on here for anyone that went to the conference that might want to recap on what I said, or perhaps you guys that didn't make it. They might want to just hear my thoughts on podcasting. It's a little bonus for you. Enjoy it. Don't enjoy it. Listen to next week's. Listen to this week's. Do what you have to do. But uh, yeah, here it is, guys. I call it a keynote. It's my keynote. Here's my keynote, mate. It's got an American term, keynote, in it? Enjoy. Usually I do uh, kids talks, so uh, one of my big things that I do is get children and families involved in gardening. Usually when I come on stage I've got a gold jacket on, as you know, I haven't got it today, so, so a round of applause, but uh, nothing today. Like, I'd been really angry if you didn't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I'm all about getting kids and families involved in gardening, that's my main thing I do. Um, I was a Blue Peter gardener for a while. And podcasting is something that come after that. Uh, I forgot a side thing. Not that I don't like the. Uh, what do I have to press? Any questions? <laughs> um, and podcasting was something that came later after that. So I was Blue Peter Gardening with my brother, and then we split. We still speak to each other, so don't worry. And, uh, and I became the Skin Gene Gardener. And podcasting was a type of media that I got into. And which was quite new at the time. There was uh, probably only everyone, anyone heard of... Actually, how many people listen to podcasts here? And how many people don't know what a podcast is? Get out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a podcast is like a radio show, basically, but it's all done on a uh, telephone. It's quite easy to be able to... I'll show you later how to get one of it. Uh, but it's all listened to on uh, our phones. It's the biggest thing at the moment, especially in marketing. I think it's so important. Um, but... Audio is being listened to one and a half times more than video is being watched. Sorry, who? Uh, <laughs> it's just something that's growing and growing because it's one of those medias that um, you can be doing something. You can be in the garden, digging away, and also listening to content. It's a really great way of getting content in uh, and being able to do something else. So I think that's just going to grow and grow and grow. And it's still on, in, in its early days. So when I first started, I was on a podcast called Sod Show. Some of you heard Sod Show? RIP Sod Show is finished now. Uh, not because of me. Uh, and then I decided that I'd do my own one in my own style. Because I think that's the biggest thing out of all these um, different type of medias. You've got to have your own voice. And mine usually is quite a really strong Essex accent. Uh, but you've got to be individual and just do your own thing. When I first started podcasting, everyone was like, oh, you should be a little bit more BBC, do interviews a little bit more the way they do it. And I was like, nah, not having any of that. Some of you, if you listen to my podcast, there's a little bit of singing involved. I did think I'd be in a band once, but it didn't work out. But I think that just doing something differently and standing out is really important. So podcasting 
It's one of those things, one of those medias which is growing and growing and growing. If you want to, I think it's really important that everyone has their own story as well. Everyone's got their own story to tell, exactly the same as me. I got into gardening when I was 26, and I, like I said, I get kids and families involved in gardening. And every garden centre also has their own story, and every brand has their own story as well. Brands, I think, for them to get on board with podcasts and get on board with current podcasts that are already out there is a good idea. But if you've got a garden centre, if you've got a garden nursery, you've all got a story which no one knows about. No one, like, for instance, the other day I was on YouTube and I watched someone show me around their shed. Bit weird, I know. <laughs> but there's, there's something about that that I don't know about their story, so I'm sitting watching it, and exactly the same as I don't know about garden centre stories, I'd like to be able to hear that and listen to that and hear a bit of behind the scenes. So it's really simple to set up. I'm podcasting this today, uh, just on one of these little audio things, so if you really want to listen to this again later, then you can hit up the podcast. Um, but you can do it really easy just on a phone, just on memos is one of the ways you can do it, and just sit down in a room or around the garden centre or in the garden and just speak into the phone. It's that simple, just tell your story. and tell. You may sit there, and I thought this when I first started, I was like well, what I'm saying is not interesting, or what I'm saying has been said before. But because I'm giving my own opinion, that makes it different, and that makes people want to listen. Uh, most recently, uh, any Alan Titchmarsh fans here? Oh, oh few. I'm sorry about this. Uh, <laughs> most recently, I did a podcast totally on what I thought about Alan Titchmarsh becoming an Adidas model. You see this? Yeah. Well, let's not go into it now. But if you want to listen to it on the podcast, then you can. Um, but I gave my opinion and then my listeners at the moment it's got up to 100,000 listeners a month on the podcast um, want to hear what I think and I want to well, hear what you guys think about what you do um, is everyone with me at the moment because it's quite scary up here looking at blank faces <laughs> concentrating concentrating yeah so listening yeah cool uh, that's what I mean that's what it's about it's about listening to what people think. So you can really do it simply on an iPhone or any sort of telephone and memos and you can upload it like that. It can be uploaded just straight to Facebook. So we've talked a lot about social medias today. It can be uploaded straight to your Facebook, up to your Instagram um, TV. Are people using Instagram TV? I don't think people have talked about it today. Do you know what Instagram TV is? Yeah, cool. So you can upload it straight to that or you can upload it um, to... Uh, iTunes, which is a little bit uh, more difficult, there's a lot to go into that. If you want, if you are thinking about doing it, I know a good percentage of you are going to go away and think, "Ah, oh, I listen to a podcast. I don't know if I will make one." There might be a few of you who might think, "Yeah, I'm going to make one." If you want to talk to me afterwards, then I'll be able to tell you how to upload it. But on iTunes, on Spotify, to get more of an audience, to get more people uh, listen to it. Um, so I think it's really good for brand awareness. On my podcasts, we have adverts on there, but for the first uh, I spent two and a half years and I spent one year doing it just out of love and then uh, I thought I need to learn a little bit from this uh, and then I've got sponsors on board and it's all really good for brand awareness uh, for your podcast uh, for a sponsor to come on board or for your garden centre to be able to promote but you've got to build up that relationship and I think out of all, everything we've heard today it's about building relationships up on social medias and on podcasts as well because I always hear people say, oh, I want to get to 10,000 followers. And I'm like, 
Well, why? Why do you want to get what? Why do you want to get ten thousand followers? Oh, because it'd be cool. Because then we'll have more of a reach. But if you're not putting content out there, like decent content, then what's the point of having ten thousand followers? If you're not looking after the three hundred followers you've already got, then why are we worrying about numbers? I think that's one thing that uh, sort of masks what's going on. I think it's don't worry about the numbers so much. I'm sure, who, did you think about followers when you first started? Never. Never, exactly. And that's all we talked about. I'm one to talk. Um, so yeah, I think that's a big thing. Uh, audio, like, the reason I'm really into audio is because, like I say, it's being consumed one and a half times more than anything. And also, it's going to be the future. How many of us have got Alexa in our houses at the moment? A few of us, yeah. Uh, I've got one in my home, and my four-year-old daughter uses it more than anyone in our house. Alexa! But no one's got Alexa in here, have they? Alexa! <laughs> Play! Michael Jackson's got really good uh, music. Um, she goes, Alexa, play Michael Jackson. And every morning, we have to listen to Billy Jean. Or, or Craig David, I don't mind that. But those sort of audio forms, that... Uh, thing being in our home is going to be such a massive thing in the future for us. Uh, it also gets Alexa Play Skinge and Garner podcast quite a bit as well. Uh, but it's going to be such a big thing in our homes that when we go and want to buy something we're going to say, Alexa buy me a loaf of bread and it will be with us in like minutes. Like That's going to be the future that we're really thinking about at the moment. So if we really start thinking about audio um, with our brands then that's really important. We're ahead of the game there. So those are the four, sort of thoughts that I've got um, on there. At the same, same time as I was talking about putting our podcasts onto Facebook and onto IGTV, I've also started putting my uh, podcast onto YouTube as well because I think a lot of our videos are listened to more now rather than watching because we're people we've not got time all the time to be sitting watching videos. We listen to them while doing something else. You find yourself doing that a lot more. So uploading them to our Facebooks, to our Instagrams, to our YouTubes, it just gets our content out there even more. I think that's really important. Because again, it's not about numbers, it's about getting our brand out there and our thoughts out there. I think that's so important. Um, And like I say, it's about sharing your story. So on my podcast, I put it out once, twice now a week. And the way I get it out there is through Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So I produce a podcast, so I go around interviewing people and I also do standalone bits, and then I cut it down into shorter clips. And you can do this, there's an app called Wave that you can do this with, uh, and that cuts it down. It also, uh, you get a lot more interaction through uh, subtitles on videos as well. So it cuts it down into one-minute clip. So the people that are on social media, as it's been said today, if you've got something on Twitter, it's about 60 seconds, you're going to be watching something like that. Uh, know what they're going to get. Cut the best bits. Generally, Alan Titchmarsh saying something awful, I usually put in there. Or Monty Dunn. Um, I like them both, but only a little bit. <laughs> the same with Instagram, and the same with uh, stories is really important as well, being able to explain what's coming up in the podcast, that's what I do. Um, but those, and Facebook as well, those three things um, are the main ones that I concentrate on at the moment. And earlier on, someone asked about uh, 
did, well, did you ask about in, your Instagram? Isn't you mm-hmm. and ask about Instagram that you've got an older. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I think if you're if you've got Instagram, it's going well. But you're looking for a Facebook generation. Mm-hmm. Go to Facebook. Like that's where what it's about. You can't concentrate on just one type of social media. I think it should be over everything because you're going to catch different audiences throughout. So I split up my podcast into, like I say, small audio clips which go on all of the social medias in different ways, but I'm catching all different people and all the different audiences from that. I think that's so, so important that... And just get the message out there. Again, not worry about the numbers. If you get... So I used to get um, 20, 30 people watch a video. If that's the right person out of them 30 people, then brilliant. Like, that's what you want. It doesn't have to be loads, loads and loads of numbers. I think that's the biggest thing that I want to come away from this today is get the numbers thing out of your head, uh, especially with social media. Um, so... So yeah, those are the three top ones. I think it's also really good to look at uh, other social medias that are coming up as well, like TikTok. Are you on TikTok, Hugh? No. I'm going to get you on TikTok, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, TikTok's a new one that's coming up. That's, again, really uh, a younger generation. And I think that uh, that you're looking at, like, 12, 13-year-old, 14-year-old people on there, that audience. For garden centres, especially, those are the kids that are going to be coming up and going to be coming to garden centres. At the moment, we've got a thing where there's not massive connection between young people and garden centres. I think we're sort of running on Nan and Grandad coming in for a cup of tea, and that's sort of where we're going at the moment, where I think that actually younger people are where we should be directing all of our... All of our... What's the word I'm looking for? I've lost the word. Concentration. Focus is an even better word. I'll edit that out, don't worry. Energy. Energy. All right, there's loads. I can't edit That's where we should be focusing and energising our concentration at, at the moment. Because they're going to be the people in the future that are going to be keeping our garden centres going. They're going to be the people that are keeping the industry going. Everyone's always... Thanks, turn your phone off. Um... And that's what these new forms of media, like podcasts and like YouTubing, like uh, social media, those are the places that people are going to, that people have their, their, their concentration on. The other day, actually on the way here, I literally, I get a guy, a little boy, he must have been 14, he was on his bike, I mean I'm all about riding no hands, but he was on his bike riding no hands on the phone. And I think, that's mental isn't it? <laughs> that's too much. But there's so much concentration on these little things that we really need to start focusing on it more and be everywhere, like be over everything. Um, so that's, uh, that's what I think. <laughs> God, I felt like a bit of a rant, really, didn't I? Um, I wonder if we've got any questions that anyone would... Oh, of course, who's got one? Go on, uh, go on, you go first. Have you tried TikTok? Yeah, I'm on, I've just started TikTok now. How are you feeling, finding it? Well, it's sort of finding finding the feet because I've got to think like a 14 year old which is difficult um, but it is a new thing that it's so, in such early days as you know it's like in such early um, days Instagram used to be something just to help uh, photographers out and now it's like everyone's got it do you know what I mean everyone's on it so TikTok's sort of a new type of app which I think we could tap into it's in such early days as well 
that we can get a lot of following from that. If you're on TikTok early, then, and you're, because there's not a lot of garden content, I'll be honest with you, there's not a lot. Hopefully, I'll be here next year saying I'm the biggest TikToker in the world, <laughs> right? Um, but there's not a lot of garden content on there that, um, that people are, are putting out. So, if you can be the, uh, in the early days, and I'm not saying, also, TikTok won't be nothing next year, but you've got to at least try it. People always ask, ask at the same time, uh, how do you use these apps? And the way I find out about them is literally just sitting down for a couple of hours a night, playing with them. That's the only way you're going to find out how to really use them. And also Google's a pretty good thing. Like, <laughs> like if, you want to know, if you want to know how to do something, Google it is the best way. That's how, that's how I started the podcast. That's how I found out how to upload podcasts. It's just by Googling. So actually having a play with it and... Uh, Google and how to do it is pretty, is pretty the best way. Do you have a question? Yes. Yes, mate. Um, so, like, Skinny Jean Gardener is your brand. Yes. How how do you go about building a brand when you have no, like, visual means? Because everything you do is audio. So how do you get your personal brand across? That's a good question. Uh, so beforehand, I, I had a bit of more of a brand beforehand, uh, so people knew me from that. But the podcast is more for the parents and then the kids stuff is separate so that's more video um, some TV TV wise and talks and shows so I put that alongside it basically and advertise the podcast I say it's more for the parents so I do the kids side of things um, get kids gardening and then if parents want a bit of entertainment and a bit of away time for the kids or come to one of these if you want to get away from my four year old for a bit um (laughs) Not as funny? Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, then that's, so they sort of work together in line. You can't really... It's a bit like if you're a uh, garden centre. Um, that's your brand. You've got it there. The audio. people. There's a face to it. Do you see what I'm saying? Does that make yeah. any sense? No. Yeah, definitely. So, like, it's better to like, establish your brand thoroughly first and then have it as, like, a different avenue for people. If yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I think it's really difficult. There's been... Uh, definitely an incline in podcasts and garden podcasts over the last few years and a lot of them have been bloggers so they've had a bit of an audience beforehand um, which is sort of really really handy um, but like I say if you're, if you're a garden centre then you've already got that sort of audience you've already got nan and granddad that's make me just sound like old people only go to garden centres that's not the case I know but you've already got them so Parents are going to come round to podcasting. Podcasting is going to become a bigger and bigger thing. I'm going to have to explain a lot less what podcasting is to people. The other day, uh, I sat down with my granddad, and I think, like I say, it's really good to document stuff. And I said to my granddad, "Look, can I sit down with you every couple of weeks and just sit down? You tell me your stories, and I record them." And he said, "Yeah, you'd you'd have to go and get some equipment, though, wouldn't you?" Like granddad, I'm a podcaster. Yeah, get some equipment. So it's going to become a bigger thing as well, podcasting as a whole. So you'll get less questions about it. Um, but yeah, like I say, it's being consumed so much more now. So it's, it's a big thing. Have you got an average idea? Is an average time good time for a length of podcast? Yeah. And then also, oh, how much time do you spend? Do you have to spend editing? Okay, yeah. To put it together. Okay, so yeah, everyone asks what's the average time of a podcast, and you always get different answers. 
and mine has been all over the place. So I can go up to, I go to about 30, 40 minutes. And that's not saying that that is the key amount of time. That is, you know, that's just what I do. And that's what people and listeners know they're going to get from me. So if they've got like a 30 minute, 40 minute commute, they know they can pretty much get through my singing and the podcast. Um, but then you get ones, I've known people to do three hour ones. At the moment, I'm pitching a one minute podcast to a brand at the moment where you just listen to it first thing in the morning, a quick one minute, Don't, no one take this idea, a one minute <laughs> uh, podcast when you're brushing your teeth, you know, there's, you need to stand out at the same time, that's why I don't mind, like, if there's a three hour podcast, if the content's really good, I'll sit and listen to it, in fact I had a three hour drive here, I listened to a whole podcast all the way, way here, just because the content was so good, it's all about that content, yeah, um, so yeah. Uh, and what was the other question? How, how much time do you have to spend editing? Okay, yeah. Because so. does, does quality matter? And I only ask because when podcasts started, mm-hmm. they didn't seem to edit it at all. No. But I think that's changed now, isn't it? There is some editing involved. Uh, I don't tend to edit the interviews as much because I feel like that ruins the, yeah. the thing. I, I'm more, I'm, my podcast is more about imagine that you're talking to your neighbour over a garden fence, or Monty Donner sometimes it is. Uh, over a garden fence like just yeah. that's how I do my podcasts some people over edit it and it's not quite the same um, a whole podcast for me including the social media stuff takes about a day day and a half um, but when I first started off it was literally me sitting in my van chatting into my phone for about 15 minutes and then I, I just uploaded it okay. so there's ways, ways of starting it I think that's one of the things I, I think out of all of these things out of social media in podcasting is you've just got to get started like stop thinking about it like go back and just get started I think that's the biggest thing out of everything is there any more questions I'll go run over my... no you're doing well three minutes everyone yeah. <laughs> how, do you get, how do you get your job as a Blue Peter presenter uh, how do I get my job as a Blue Peter presenter uh, <laughs> fluke is the word uh, I, when I first started gardening um, I, we were called Skinny Jean Gardens so we stood out on social media in that sense and started a bit of a brand by accident and then we got noticed by the BBC and they said we'd come up and do our allotment for us and then we were like yeah we will <laughs> I'd usually be wearing the badge but it's in a safe at home at the moment just in case <laughs> yeah, you can't trust people or it'll put it on eBay <laughs> um, so yeah I got involved in Blue Peter through that so it was interesting, but I can't give you a blue Peter badge, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is there any more? Just one. How would you, um, what tips would you give to garden centres to get children engaged? Uh, workshops is, is a, a massive thing. I know a lot of you already do that. Um, Gardening workshops, sort of simple. Just really simple and easy ones. It's something they can take home as well. So, so next year I'm doing uh, a school tour. So I'm going to hit 30, uh, so I say hit, that makes it sound like I'm going. Uh, I'm going to do 30 schools in uh, two weeks and get as many kids gardening. And one of the things is for them just to go home with something that they can grow, grow on throughout the season. So I think that's important. That's really good for brands as well, if they've got something sitting there in, say, a branded cup that they can be grown on the windowsill. And they can keep coming back to that. It's pretty good for social media as well, by the way. It's a little idea for that. Um, but yeah, uh, just having something that they can take home and grow, I think is really important. It continues the garden story rather than it just being on that one day at a workshop. So yeah. 
can ask one last question? Just, just what's your favourite Essex garden centre? Oh no, what's the, what's the right answer? Um, what is your favourite? My the one, that, one, one do you go to? <laughs> I, I go to lots. Uh, my my favourite one is uh, Perrywood Garden Centre. Okay. Good. All right. That's a good answer. <laughs> um, no pressure. Uh, just quickly, I just want to end, and I always end. I thought I'd end on this because um, you did mention it a minute ago. But I, if you want to find out more about podcasting, or you want to find a bit more about my podcast, uh, there's a three-part series that I've done about. Uh, I said a statement last year at Glee that in ten years' time, I think that garden centres are going to be no more. That's why, why I ended with it. Uh, there's a three-part three series on my podcast about that, about what I think, and um, I'd really love you to go and listen to them and uh, my thoughts. So, I mean, that was last year, I said 10 years, so you've got nine years now, but thank you very much, everyone. <laughs> Thanks so much for uh, listening to this podcast, peeps. Normal service is resumed next week. But uh, if you'd like to find out more, I mean, I ended that uh, keynote on me saying, I believe uh, in, you know the standard, you know the line, in uh, 10 years' time, there'll be no such things as garden centres. And since then, it's been a week, there's been so much more to support that in recent news and stuff, so I'm sure we'll come back to that at some point. Uh, but yeah, if you want to find out more about that, I'm sure we'll do a podcast specifically again on that but flip back there's three episodes in around april time uh, called garden centers undercover uh we'll be able to find out more speak to you later migration Dachshund.